Thought Bubble Audio. Welcome to Supergirl TV Talk. This is the podcast where we talk about the hit CW TV show, Supergirl. I'm Frank, and with me, as always, is my invading friend, Tim. I'm in your personal space, Frank. Yeah, I would really appreciate it if you just, just give me, give me. I'm trying to touch me, your face. Give me like 18 inches. Give me like I don't know what minimum. that is. I'm a, just, I don't do maths. I will take anything, but please just, just move back. All right. Just move back. All right. I'm as far back as I possibly can get. But not far enough away that I'm away from the microphone. Hmm. Are you satiated? I feel pretty satiated. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. Yes. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing very well. I'm. Uh, I'm very excited. We have exciting things to announce today. How about you? I'm doing very well. I'm sucking down Darjeeling out of the Superman mug that you've given me. So That's right. I'm quite satisfied. That's right. You gave me that mug as a gift, and now I give it to you to drink tea out of. Thank you. I will give it back to you once I'm done drinking tea. Oh yeah, I I wanted it back. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. <laughs> so, very cool. What so, what exciting things do you have to announce? Well, we it's a very exciting day for us here uh, at Thought Bubble Audio because we're proud to announce the launch of our new Patreon community. Oh yes. Oh yeah. So you, I mean, you guys are the best podcast audience we could ever hope for. You've always been super supportive. You know, you made us the top rated Supergirl podcast on iTunes, like just by leaving us reviews. Um, and, and now with your support, we really want to make the show better and bring you, uh, you know, higher quality shows, get better equipment, bring new, bring you new shows. We've been half assing it this whole we've time. Been just, we've been just plodding oh along. Oh, yeah. boy. But now we really yeah. want to we want to bring it to the next level and, and bring you some new shows, too. We, we have some some plans for some new shows and, and one that's actually just launched. Um, and if you can support us for even a buck a month, you'll be helping us to, to do that. Uh, new equipment, new shows, better sounding shows, more polished um, and you'll have our eternal gratitude, which you know doesn't hurt either. We totally understand that everybody can you donate. You gave us money. We are eternally grateful. Oh, oh. that's two toy toy, toy two story, story references. It is in the span of like three minutes. Well done. I like it. Nicely done. You're welcome. Um, if you can't pledge a dollar amount, you know what? P- tweet about the show. Post on Instagram, Facebook. Tell a friend. Help spread the word. But if you are interested in supporting us on Patreon, uh, we have some rewards to say thank you. It's good thing about like PBS, you know, it's like you get a tote bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, except these are better than a tote bag, I, I sure hope. So here's the breakdown. If you want to become a patron, all you need is a dollar. Get early access to news announcements, eligible to be our patron of the month. We're going to do regular monthly thank you messages right here on the show, on all of our shows. And all you need to do uh, to be eligible is just pledge a buck a month. That's all, that's all it takes, and you're, you're in at the $1 level. But let's say you want a little bit more, you want to help us out a little bit more, um, let's say you want to hang out with us on social media mm-hmm. for, oh, three, yes. for three bucks. Uh, we'll follow you on Twitter from any one of our show's Twitter accounts, and we'll give you a, a Follow Friday shout-out. So, uh, you know, the Friday after after uh, you you we add you, we'll do this. Uh, you know, when uh, some regular cadence that we'll we'll figure out in the future. But uh, we'll we'll do a you know hashtag Follow Friday to all of our our uh, three dollar patrons who recently followed us. Plus, you get all the benefits at the one dollar level too. So you get the early access to the announcements and the patron of the month mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. access. Now, if you really want to ramp things up, this is where it starts to get exciting. We have the exclusive content level. And that's where you get exclusive bonus material and early access to regular episodes whenever possible. So, you know, if we do a mailbag episode, um, those usually take a few days between us recording them and getting them getting released. But yes, yes, our, yes. our patrons will, will get them uh, a day or two early. Uh, and 
we're gonna we're gonna do extra patron only podcasts like one we're announcing right now, Supergirl TV Talk First Reactions. Um, this is a new show we just launched this week where I, and in this case it was me, I provided quick unedited analysis of this week's Supergirl episode right after it aired, less than an, less than an hour um, after uh, this episode aired. Uh, I was uh, I, I had it up there for our five dollar patrons. Um, so you know, if for people in the Mountain and Pacific time zones or outside the USA, this will be up even before you see the episode. Before you before you even see the episode of Supergirl, you'll have a new. You could quick, spoil the episode for them. Well, if they listen, yeah. But if, if they, they want it to be spoiled, if they want to be spoiled, yeah. or they could just wait and you know, right after it, have have something waiting for them. Um, so and we're you know, to unlock the, this show and other exclusives, five bucks a month, and you're in. Plus, Tim and I, you guys, I mean, we're always talking about we're bouncing new show ideas off each other all the time. All the time. I have two. You've got two like in the pipeline. Possibly three that are coming this summer. It's a very exciting time. I'm yeah. a summer season kind of guy. Absolutely. You know, shows are out. You know, you don't have a lot going on. So you might as well, you might as exactly. well listen to some podcasts. Exactly. While you're out at the beach yeah. or on a biker totally. ride. Exactly. I've got at least one that I'm, I'm sort of developing right now. And you guys will get like the pilot episodes of those things and you know we'll we'll test things on uh, and let you guys hear them and you can give us feedback before anyone else gets to hear it uh, so that's for 5 bucks a month and you get all the benefit benefits of benefits of the 3 and 1 dollar levels also twitter follow follow friday patron of the month eligibility all that stuff and believe it or not there is more uh, if you want to be a co-executive producer get that title uh, for 10 bucks you can suggest show topics for any thought bubble audio show that's this one or beer with geeks or marketers next door, or any future shows, um, you'll get to to you know suggest a, a topic in our suggestion box, and you'll get your name listed as a co-executive producer on ThoughtBubbleAudio.com. Which right now, if you go there right now, listen, uh, if you're listening right now, there's already a list there under our support page, uh, where where we've been updating as new patrons roll in, and they have been rolling in Patreon.com/slash ThoughtBubbleAudio, um, and and we've been. Putting our ten dollar patrons. Oh yes, I see. You see them? Oh yes. Yeah. Co-executive producers. Mm-hmm. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, we got we got a handful already. So ten bucks for an opportunity to contribute to a topic uh, to one of our shows and and get all the rewards of the previous tiers. Okay, and then there's still one more trick up our sleeves. Frank, I'm wearing short sleeves. How much further is up the sleeve? Well, you can tell them when we have a private phone call, <gasps> a phone or Skype call, uh, one time only. You know, when you when you when you pledge at the twenty five dollar level. Now we only have ten slots available for this, and three of them have already been have already been used. There's seven there's seven seven slots available for the twenty five dollar level. Uh, it's a limited opportunity. You know, one time per person. But um, I, we're we're if the demand's high enough, we'll we'll open up that more, so more than ten. But we're capping ten for now. Twenty five bucks. Uh, phone or Skype call with us where we'll talk about. Anything, any geeky topic you can think of, we'll talk for you know a, a, a fifteen minutes or so. We'll 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 shoot the breeze and, and hang out and have a good time. And of course, you guys get all the rewards from the previous tiers at that twenty five dollar level. So there's a lot here, and if that's a lot to digest when you're listening, you can read it at thoughtbubble at uh, Patreon.com/slash/thoughtbubbleaudio. Uh, and if you want to see it all laid out and decide what the right level for you is, again, any amount helps. Dollar a month, five, three, ten, whatever, whatever works for you. If you if you enjoy this show and you want to help us make it better, uh, you just want to, you know, give. If you get value from this show, whether it's a laugh or just interesting teacher thoughts that Tim has or anything like that, and you want to give some value back in exchange, you know, a, a buck a month would would mean everything to us. Um, and even if you can't justify that dollar a month, you can still do your part. Like I said, leave an iTunes review, tell a friend, tweet about it, Facebook about it, whatever you can do. You guys are the best audience, and we can't tell you how much we appreciate you, but we hope. 
that these reward tiers will serve as sort of a token of our appreciation. Indeed. So um, that's our exciting news. Patreon.com slash Thought Bubble Audio. Please, please, please uh, give what you can or uh, or at least tell someone about the show and uh, and help us spread the word. But uh, with that said, speaking of the greatest podcast listening audience, I want to read some listener emails. Yeah, mail. Get into the... Get into yeah, the, man. Yeah, yeah, mail. Yeah, mail instead of yeah, man. Yeah, I get, get it. it. <laughs> so uh, we got a uh, Blackhawk fan. Uh, wrote to us uh, regarding episode 18, Alex. Great episode. Uh, more than most other superheroes, Supergirl and Superman have always demonstrated a message of hope and optimism and bringing out the best in people. And I'm glad Supergirl went back to that theme tonight. Uh, Kara appealing to the bad guy's father's humanity mm-hmm. to reveal where Alex was being held was, was a nice touch. Yep. Uh, I hope Lena will not turn out to be a bad guy, at least not totally bad. Uh, Kara needs a female friend, but most of all, I think it would be too much of a cliche to have another Luther be evil. Uh, we already have one bad Luther in the series. It would be refreshing to have a good Luther for a change. This is true, right? I think we kind of we sort of like alluded to this a little bit, but we didn't really discuss it in depth last week. It Did, would be didn't we uh, about it'd be nice if she was a good Luther. Oh sure, yeah. We I talked th- about it yeah. A we bit. talked about the metatextuality and yes, stuff like yeah, exactly. Okay, yes. yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, no, we went into that. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to didn't mean to discredit all of your your. Uh, observations last week. Thank you. Thank you. I'll just sit here yeah. quietly now. Mm. Sucking down Darjeeling. Uh, I like... almost done. Mm, oh, okay. I sucked it around too hard. <laughs> Stop sucking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like the fact that Lena is in conflict about wanting to be good, but also having to deal with the fact that she is a Luther. We went, Wynn went through a similar episode last year when he worried that he could one day become like his dad, the Toy Man. I wish they would have explored that more with Wynn. I think it would be good to do it now with Lena. I like that a lot. Um, I, I would like to see her. Um, I do think she's going to turn evil eventually, but I would like to see her struggle with it a bit. Hey, we used to think that Wynn was going to turn evil because Kara rejected him. Do you remember That's those true. days? We did think that. Remember That's those true. days? Yeah. Do you think if it stayed on CBS, then it would have gone down that direction? It very well might have. Yeah. I think. I think we would have had. I think it'd be very different. That's an interesting hypothetical, uh, cons- uh, like a uh, topic for this summer, maybe. What would season two have been like? Or perhaps if Supergirl, for our Patreon maybe, listeners, maybe, perhaps. Maybe we release it there first and yeah. give them a, a little taste of it first. Um, or an unedited yeah. version mm. where we just go bloop, 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 the whole time. Maybe we do. You don't know. Yeah, unless you who, who, who knows? Who knows? Oh, man. Um, I see she's, she's going to be a series regular next year next season we know this she for, is going to be in sure. season three yes so they have to have something in mind for her to be a regular um and so i if if she does indeed go down this evil luther path i i don't want it to be for a little while i want to build their friendship more because it's only going to hurt more later and that's better storytelling than i agree you knew it was coming so here it is right i, I agree i agree yeah thank you to blackhawk fan for sending us that note Next one comes from Brett. Brett says, hey, guys, great show. I wanted to point out something you missed from episode 19, Alex. When Kara was on the balcony with Jean, she makes a statement, I can't I can't fly fast enough and turn back time. Oh, uh, I saw yeah. this as a nice reference back to Christopher Reeve in, in Superman the movie. Yeah, I thought about Tina Turner backwards. instead. Thought about <laughs> Tina Turner? Back, turn back time. Oh. oh. Is that Tina Turner? Yeah, that's Tina Turner, right? I think so. If I could find a way. Hmm. Well, I did not think of that. In fact, I it kind of I was kind of lost. I, I didn't even really hear it. Uh, nope, that's Cher. Cher, not hmm. Tina Turner. Yeah. I I, th- I literally when you said <laughs> Tina Turner, I was like, 
because Turn is in her name? I don't. Dina Turner. <laughs> Turn back. No, that's I not. Know. I was like, that's yeah. a real tenuous connection. Yeah. But okay. Uh, so yeah, I can't, can't fly fast and turn back time. Yeah, uh, I didn't. I I missed that. I I didn't catch that line at all. I didn't hear it. Yeah, I didn't hear it. There, there was so much last week that I was trying. It was to, a full. It, you know that sometimes you just. Sometimes you just can't keep hitting the 10 second back. That's button, right. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I do that a lot. Do you really? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. It takes me like an hour and a half to watch every episode. Really? Because I have to keep going back and writing, going back and writing. That makes sense. I'm, I'm always, I'm never sure if like you, see, I didn't realize that, that, that that's why you finished late. I, I knew, I, I figured that sometimes you started late or something. So uh, I try not to text you during the show because, well, first, I want to save our conversations for, for sure. this. But uh, also, I, I'm never sure if you're caught up, so I don't want to spoil anything for you. Sure. Well, usually I'm about, 10 minutes behind the eight o'clock bell because I fast forward through the commercials um, to a certain point. Um, But um, but I usually have to keep because I have to keep going back to write stuff and pause. Wait, what did they say? Right. Take a note. Blah, blah, blah. Take a note here. It takes it takes some time. So I'm never really I'm never really on time. So if you text something big happens at nine o'clock, like two minutes before the show is over. Sure. I won't know for about another 20 minutes to half an hour after that. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Causes for a late night sometimes. Mm, I'll bet. Indeed. Indeed. Well, thank you, Brett. Thank you for, for, that. for that. Thank you for yeah. calling that, that out. Was, we missed that, so, so thank you for bringing that up. Um, Maria Elena, uh, she has a screenshot here. Um, a screenshot that actually I guess I can put in the show notes. Um, so I will do that, so if you have it. But it's a picture of uh, Alex at the stove, and, and Maria Elena says, Is this a wok? Well, no wonder she burned the paella. Paella pan is shallow. And uh, 15 inches wide, uh, even more, at my house. Uh, and at my house, we cooked on an, on an outdoor grill to get an even heat across a large pan. A stove burner just won't do it. And she has a picture here also of the proper paella pan, which is... Attention uh, to detail. So I That's like, amazing on both ends. Yes, it is. Her email and the fact that she was cooking in the wrong pan. <laughs> exactly. Um, so thank you, Maria Elena, for opening up our eyes to that i'm gonna go ahead and drop that in our show notes um for anybody who wants to who wants to see it for themselves with their with their own eyes um but yeah that is that is pretty that is real attention to detail and i just love that we have you know audience members who who know this stuff Mm -hmm. um that's that's amazing so see the show notes at uh supergirltvtalk.com slash 2x20 season 2 episode 20 uh, and you'll see the show notes there, or maybe it's in your podcast app if you have a kind that, that supports that. Moving on, uh, we're going next to uh, Susan. Susan says, guys, really enjoyed the podcast this week about Alex. It was one of my favorite episodes of the season, and hearing the English teacher dissection of it made me appreciate it on a whole different level. And as a small thank you, I want to share an explanation for Alex having shorts on under her pants, which I noticed right away while watching and lingered in the back of my mind as a major annoyance throughout the episode. Tim, you brought this up. You're like, why was you wearing compression shorts? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not alone. Thank no one is alone. Yeah. It's going to be a singing episode. I'm (laughs) sorry. I'm (laughs) sorry. Never apologize for that. This this show is founded on it. Mm. Uh, But then I was listening to the podcast while at the gym working out when I happened to be wearing the exact same shorts and decided this is the reason. Here's my rationalization. Alex went to the gym after work, ended up getting home late. So instead of showering and changing, she threw on pants over her uh, over her gym shorts, threw on a clean shirt, and got to cooking. But because she was already running late, she also ended up burning the paella. Think about it, and it works. It all works. It's magic. It, that right? is between the between awesome the, the head gym, cannon. The gym, the the 
you know, cooking and running late, ended up burning the paella because she's doing the wrong pan on top of everything mm-hmm. else. Think about it, it all make, it all makes sense. Thank you, Susan. That's that's great. Between Maria, Elena, and Susan, we have the perfect explanation, the perfect headcanon yep. for why the paella was burned that's and, and, and why the compression shorts. So uh, she says, thanks again for the extra layer of fun each week. Thank you. You know, you guys make this so much fun for us. You add an extra layer of fun for us. I hope you guys realize by, by giving us your theories and your thoughts and mm-hmm. filling in the blanks in our minds... This is like a community. Like I feel like it feels like like yeah. water cooler talk where you're talking to your friend. You're like, no, 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 no. no. This is how I explain it. Like, yeah, I love this. Me I too. love this. So thank Me you too. so much. No, no, no. This is how Jones Snow is coming back. Right, right, right. Kara exactly. will turn around. Like we'll go around the speed around the world. <laughs> uh, I love. Does he it. come back? I'm a little behind. I'm sure. Just, I'm just, yep. I'm mm-hmm. just messing with you. I'm caught up. I know he turns to Dracula. It's fine. You know nothing. Okay, yeah. Um, So, Ellen, uh, first and foremost, love your podcast. It's must-listen to. Thank you. Uh, I did notice a small error in your last podcast, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. You're right. We did get a couple of notes about this one, and actually, Tim called this himself, but uh, the prison that Rick wanted to have Peter Thompson broken out of was called Albatross Bay Supermax. Yeah, I got it afterwards, yeah. Yeah, you realized afterwards. I I didn't catch it. You you did. Uh, so, So, good Good, good catch there. Uh, thank you for, for calling that out uh, for us. We also, it, I'm much, I'm much happier that it's not Alcatraz because it was really bothering me. It was hard to, it was hard to like decide what, uh, you know, what, where, where the city was and all that kind of stuff. Um, so, so, yeah, so this is like their, it's like their Strikers Island. Exactly. Metropolis has Strikers. Yes. yes. Um, and they have Albatross yep. Bay. Yep. The fearsome prison Albatross Bay. Exactly. I want to give credit also to uh, we got tweets from Humbugged and Lauren H. Kramer, who both uh, who both both uh, pointed that out for us as well. So thank you uh, to everybody um, who uh, who pointed that out because that is uh, that, it, that was a good catch. Another thing uh, that Ellen points out here. Uh, also, not sure if you noticed Alex at the beginning of the episode ripping the fire alarm off the wall and throwing it in the trash can if she burns the paella. Nope, I did not <laughs> notice hilarious. that. That's hilarious. It's in the background while while Kara's bringing the piece to the table. I totally missed that. That is such a funny. But Alex, what about the moment. safety? Yeah, the safety. Yeah, I know, right? Like you're like uh, I don't know, but uh, that is super super funny. So Albatross Bay, not Alcatraz. But uh, thank you, thank you very much for that. Um, yeah, uh, uh, Humbugged on Twitter said it wasn't Alcatraz. They said it was Albatross, uh, which I took as a riff on Pelican Bay. Albatross Bay. Oh yeah, no, that makes sense. Pelican Bay. I'll take that, even though it's still North California. Yeah, that, I, I'll, I'll, I'll totally take that. So thank you. Cool. All right, I think that will do it for email for us this week. Thank you so much to everybody who emails us each and every week at supergirltvtalk at gmail.com. Um, we, we try to get to as many as we can, try to respond to some off-air as much as we can, and we read every single one. So thank you so much uh, for sending us those emails. I want to say a quick thanks to our friends over at supergirl.tv. Uh, I thought you were going to say thank you to me, but whatever. I want to say quick thanks to Supergirl.tv, <laughs> who uh, have been supporting us ever since the start of the podcast. Uh, they've been, I've been supporting us. you since the start of the podcast. Well, all right. Uh, all right I check I'm, them. I'm done now. Well, do you make a website that I check every single day? Sure don't. <laughs> with amazing Supergirl updates. I mean, they get their they get their you know written long form review of uh, of uh, a recap of every episode up on their website like minutes after minutes after an episode airs it's amazing what they're able to do 
Uh, and I'm, I'm just always blown away by uh, the quality of coverage. I mean, we're not just talking reviews and videos and trailers and everything like that. I mean, we're also talking about spoilers and uh, amazing photo galleries, behind the scenes photos that you won't really find anywhere else. Like amazing, amazing stuff. And they're, they love this show so much. They're the top Supergirl site on the internet. And I don't just mean this top uh, website covering this show. I mean, they're the top Supergirl character fan site on the internet. Um, so you know this is the place to go. I uh, cannot thank them enough for their support and and really do encourage you to check them out uh, as often as you can. I have a bookmarked on my phone. It's the first place I, I go uh, for any Supergirl news. I check it multiple times a day. Follow them on Twitter at Supergirl TV site as well. Great folks, uh, friends of ours, huge fans of the show, and we're huge fans of theirs. So thank you so much to Supergirl.tv for sponsoring Supergirl TV Talk. All right, time to open the little red book and talk about this episode, City of Lost Children. Can I just say that I still cannot, I keep calling it like the uh, Children of the Lost City, Lost City, what's it? Have you been doing that? I I, I just cannot, uh, in like as I, not on, not on the podcast, but no. well, when I was on uh, on Shoe with Derek a couple weeks ago, uh, we, we couldn't remember what the title was, and then... Hmm. Last night, as I every time I was tweeting about it, I was like, "What's the t- city of what lost something?" I don't know. Hmm. It's I just for some reason I can't get it down. City of Lost Children. Okay, well, Supergirl season two, episode twenty, City of Lost Children, first premiering on May eighth, twenty seventeen. Directed by Ben Bray, written by Robert L. Rovner, Gabriel Lanas, and Anna Muskie Goldwyn. Mm. I'm gonna say before this starts, yes, I, um. Right before this episode started, I moved a very heavy couch, roughly half a mile. Oh, my. Um, nah, it was really more like 300 feet. But still. Still. But it was, it the couch, the couch was a lot heavier than I thought it was going to be. And so, um, so my hands were kind of sore sure. when I started to, like, from, uh, so when I started to write. So my handwriting, if you look oh. at, if you look <laughs> at the book, it's. Okay. It's like all over the place. Look at the way I wrote Supergirl right at the top. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like Supergirl. Um I just could not get control of my fingers. So there might be there might be some there might be some uh there might be some struggling reading my own writing. Oh my um just just as an FYI. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. Supergirl. Supergirl. Superman. Superman Guardian. Mm. You get an episode. It's about the Guardian. Mm-hmm. Stops. Uh, seems to what would I would assume be a sexual assault on the it streets seem, of it looked National that way to City. Me. Yeah. yeah, it looked that way to me. She's more afraid of him. Is yeah. he? I mean, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I cannot put myself in that in that position. I don't know what I would think. But, but he's a pretty intimidating looking he's, dude. He's bulky dude in armor. Also wearing a mask. He's so tall. Yeah. That scene where he's talking to Jean later in the episode, and Jean is looking up to him. That is true. <laughs> that is very very true. He is so tall, and I'm sure she's that woman is freaked out by the entirety of the situation. She's just terrified it's kind of, of everything. A heavy way to start an episode. It it really is. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, but I guess you know it it it, it does kind of pay off. They do oh, kind of pay it off. Yeah, so. absolutely, absolutely. So, um, we get a little uh, Lena and Kara '90s question friendship. Who would you rather? Mm. Would you rather have in sync back or <laughs> or Britney Spears and uh, and uh, 
JT back together. I will tell you this. I still, all I can hear every time Lena opens her mouth is that Irish accent. Irish accent. I know. And I don't mean that as a slight against Katie McGrath. I do not. I, it, she's a lovely person. She does a wonderful job. But only, it's only because I know. It's only because I know that she is Irish now that I, can stop, I cannot stop I know. hearing it. I know. I Last... someone, somebody tweeted at us last night during the show, too, and was like, ever since last <laughs> week. <laughs> that's all I hear. <laughs> yep. I'd be actually curious to go back to her other episodes and yeah. see if I can hear it there or if something's happened. Yeah. You know, where she just misses home. Uh, maybe. Maybe. So it's it's coming out strong. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I heard it a lot last night, too. I re- especially loved your just all caps accent. <laughs> like text me <laughs> just, last night. Just that. <laughs> accent. <laughs> yes, I try not to text you sometimes, but once in a while I can't help myself. Yeah. Um, so uh, Lena loves Rhea. She's like, it's so good to have a mentor. I know, yeah. Because Mama Dearest is the worst Ooh. kind of mentor you could hope well, for. Well, yeah. So this is pretty great. Um, yeah, she definitely she definitely loves loves Rhea. Kid McGrath would have been an excellent Lois Lane. Ooh, yes. I, not that I think she's being wasted as Lena in any stretch of the imagination, but she would have been a very. You could see it. She would. She a looks like classic Lois Lane, and b yeah, yeah. could definitely act that part based I, on I, some of Lena's tendencies. Completely agree. Yeah, completely. She would have been yeah. such a good Lois Lane. She would. She would another possible CBS reality. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is. Hmm. That is a very, very interesting. I had never thought about that. Mm. That's. I like that. Yep. I Just like something that. Something to chew on. That it does give me something to chew on. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. So James James is upset because Guardian isn't the beacon of hope or the inspiration that he, um, that he wanted to be. And I'm like, sir, maybe that's because your suit was gray and black, and maybe you should put on some blue and gold. Is what I'm saying. Perhaps. 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 If you want to be Guardian, perhaps. I'm just saying. Just saying. Why don't you just 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 think about if it? If you want to, if you if you want to be an inspiration of hope, I would not recommend. Dark, dark. Uh, dark colors that make you look scary. Maybe something a little more upbeat and inspiring. Yeah, and I was actually kind of terrifying. thinking that like this is like maybe like I was thought maybe like this would be like when going well maybe you just need a color change and then we color. Oh change. yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, that'd be nice. I mean, um, I don't know if I don't know if the the gold or the, like the brass and blue would look good on screen. It might look cheesy, well, but this show, you know, but if, even even Kara's costume has kind of muted colors. So yeah. if they did sort of a more, more muted version of those colors Even, to fit this universe. Sure. But if he was the same color blue as her, yep. so when they shared the screen together, yeah, it would, I, guess, I don't I guess know if it would look strange. Guardian normally has the same color blue as Superman. Yeah, it's just about. Just yeah. About. Maybe well, a little lighter, but but you know, in the same neighborhood. Yeah. Um so it could it could work. But but when how often are they in well, both you know, in costume? When you make it a new costume, you gotta text the hero community. All right, what color blue is everybody? Because you know, I'm changing costumes yeah. and when we stand together, I, our hues have to match. Guys, text me your Pantone color. I just want to make sure we're doing the right, right thing. Right, we gotta do this right. Are we Robin's egg blue this month? Come on. Are we? Let's get on. We're it. never Robin's egg blue. Are we gonna do it? Someone's do it. you know, let's finally do it. Let's get coordinated. I'm doing Everyone's it. like my helmet's gonna be macaroni and cheese and my oh. suit's gonna be Robin's egg blue. Let's do this. Guys, James is texting us again in the group chat can you believe it <laughs> <laughs> let's tell let's tell him yes and robin's egg blue and watch him run around yeah <laughs> oh no james is james is dead because the suit was too bright oh, he was man. an easy target um all right speaking of targets Ooh, there's a stay host- on target there's a hostel i'm wearing a star wars t-shirt that was a star wars hey reference. you are um 
That was a, I understood that reference. Yeah. <laughs> that's a Captain America reference. I'm going to stop <laughs> now. Um, references on, it's references all the way down. Oh, my goodness. Um, there's a hostile telekinetic in yes. Synod Park. That's what they called me in high school. A hostile telekinetic? No, they did not. You were Carrie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were a hostile telekinetic. I didn't think about that. Uh, sure. Yeah, we'll go with that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I was Carrie. So uh, my biggest thrill out of this, which which was which was an odd kind of um it was an odd kind of thrill but i kind of i uh i kind of liked win calling up like this is agent shot i have like a hostile telekinetic down here okay just just him saying agent shot like just the thrill of that yeah it was kind of fun i can see that agent shot that's pretty good now i don't know if this is a reference or not okay okay but um joe Sinot, yes, is a is a is a um is a comic book artist. Okay, yeah, he was primarily an inker, and okay. so I'm not sure. Like, I'm just I'm really curious if um I'm really curious if that was a reference to him or it was just a I don't know it you know if it was just a weird quinky dink. Well, how reference how? Because well, so it's named you know. You know, when you name places, generally you name them. But has he worked on Supergirl or, or on Superman stuff? He was actually primarily a Marvel guy. A lot That's of kind of what yeah, I thought. a lot of Fantastic Four, hmm. um, a lot of Fantastic Four, okay. Silver Surfer, stuff like that. Um, Interesting. So yeah, I don't know. Huh. I don't know. A lot of cosmic. He was famous for more cosmic stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure. Could be, I, I, you know, who am I to, who am I to say no? It could very well be, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, wouldn't doubt it. Well, he famously would like DC would he was he was very sought after, yeah, because he did a lot of like inking for Jack Kirby and whatever else, so that's a big deal. And so he sure. would he would call like Mar- uh, DC offices would call him uh, and be like, "You want to come work for us?" And uh, he's like, "I'm sorry, I love Stanley too much." Oh, if you want. And wow. Stan would be like, "I'll pay you more, whatever, whatever." You know, they want to pay you. I'll pay you more. I want to keep you around. Oh wow! So so he so he stayed out of yeah. loyalty to Stan and so also just, I mean, money. It's just a little thing there. Who That's knows? Cool, it, who knows if it's real? That's who knows cool if it's tidbit. not? It's not square. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Kara saves a truck. Um, she looks good while doing it. She has a little. I actually, I the, I took a picture. I meant to send it to you. She has this like eyebrow arc, like just caught like a kind of like. Yeah, I caught a truck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure so there's a gif of that on Tumblr somewhere. Yeah, no, I don't necessarily need you to be impressed, but I just everyone know that I, I caught this truck. Yeah. Um. So, but the alien is gone. We yeah. learned that in the episode, it's a Forian. We knew that from we before. Knew that from the, yeah, yeah. We knew that from before, and the DEO is very kindly like, thanks but no thanks, Guardian. We do mm. not need your particular skill set of scaring people Run and, along. and being flung through glass most of the time. Thanks yeah, so much. Sean was pretty like, hey, you don't work here, so bye. Yeah, and he's you totally right. Oh, he yeah, doesn't work there. Absolutely. We don't need you, except that we do need him. Turns out. Turns out we do need him. This is kind of meta, you know, like. Yeah. Because if, well, the, D- if he... the DEO is the show or the audience right. being like, we don't need you. That's right. Ooh. Then maybe this is really like, but guess what? But we, we actually do, do need you. <laughs> We're going to give you this entire episode to prove it. Yeah, because this is James Olsen. Did it prove it to you? Did this episode prove that you need James on this show? This episode. Because I, I, I really feel that's what this episode was for. You're probably right. Yeah. You're probably right. I haven't thought about it on uh, on that meta level. So now I'm rethinking that. But yes, I, I, I did feel 
like this, you know, this is obviously the most of James we've seen all season. It's <laughs> yeah. probably more James in this episode than there's the entire season combined up until now. There were, he has a couple of episodes where he's the Maybe. time he becomes the guardian. Um, another time he does yeah. things. No, but you're right. You know he's I mean? not like he's very not, little of him throughout the whole yeah. season. So it was nice to see him be featured um, for once, and uh, you know, kind of overdue, overdue for the season. So I was I was very glad to see that because I do like that character, um, and, and I, I want I want more of him. So yeah, I, I this made me feel like they were trying to do right by him, and I feel like they did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. I'll be curious what the listeners think. Me too. Yeah. I thought this episode was was good for him. Yes. I, I guess. I didn't love the episode, I'll be honest. It, I kind of, like, I felt back into my, like, it was an episode on a show that happened. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Sure, it was sure. fine. It was good. It was fine. They're all good. Um, They're always good, yeah. Yeah, but it, it didn't, like, it didn't make me stand up and cheer for James. Yeah. I think the way that I, I wanted to, or maybe the show wanted me to. Um, but maybe I will by the end of the episode because sometimes, you know, the conversation makes us appreciate it more. Yeah. Um, Lena and Rhea are having din din because mm. they're new besties Cute. or whatever. Um, Lena is very upset that test didn't work. And I'm like, mm, that's probably because that thing was meant to control the Forians. Mm-hmm. And boy, were I right. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, but you were right too. Did you think the same thing? I did. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad we thought the same thing. So she's all, Rhea's all like, don't you worry about it. I'm don't gonna, you. I'm, I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave now. And Forget Monel's like, and me. Monel is currently looking around the city and he's like, I'm eating my ice cream. Dun, 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 Sir, dun. you knocked my ice cream over. <laughs> I know, the guy was just like, ah, just was, keeps walking. Yeah. Like, you think you're in jerk. Gotham? Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Say I'm sorry. <laughs> this is a city of hope. Watch where you're going. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm eating ice cream here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Forget about it. Forget about it. Forget. Yeah, forget about that ice cream because it's already melted. It's done. It's done. So I, uh, but I, I enjoyed that. He's just like, hey, because the last time I saw Bonnell with something that I enjoyed, he was eating pizza. That's right. And so now he's eating ice cream. Hawaiian pizza. Good thing he has a fast metabolism is what I'm saying. It's a real good thing. And so he, he thinks he sees Raya. But right. he does. He does. But, but he's not. He, but he's not 100% positive. Right. But he's going to get a little paranoid about it. Sure. As we all would. Mm-hmm. Um, if our moms were evil, murdering people, sure. Maybe my mom is. Your mother is a saint. She does not listen to this, so you can say whatever you want about her. Your mother is a saint. That's the right answer. <laughs> she <is>. <laughs> that was a test. You passed. <laughs> passed. Yeah. Um, so Guardian decides to go out and get info on his own. Um, do a little standing on top of a standing on top of some some elevated material steam action you know mm. i'm listening hard with my helmet um <laughs> helmet listening helmet listening it. yeah it's good for you um so he gets he gets info from a very particular alien his name is we've seen this alien before haven't we was that brian i think it was brian oh yeah. okay i wasn't positive I really but... i wasn't sure either i didn't Definitely recognize him. He, the the design looked familiar, and I like I couldn't place it. Guys, what do you think? Do you? I, I'm not I'm not 100 sold that it was Brian. I, I thought maybe it, it was Brian. It also kind of looked like it actually kind of looked like an alien from the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. So I thought maybe like my brain was like, you've seen this alien before. Oh yeah, and like I just couldn't I just couldn't reconcile like where. Well, I definitely it, it was I mean, Brian it obviously wasn't a Marvel. A Marvel. No, but if the design is f- familiar just similar enough, just, just similar, similar got it, design. Got yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I wasn't sure, or maybe it looked like an orc from Lord of the Rings. I'm not sure. 
It looked I'll, more like Brian than anything, but I'm not sure it was Brian. I'm pretty sure it, it was Brian because he doesn't know Brian. So I thought this yeah, would be like a true. fun, like, oh, look, it's Brian. But. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'll, not I'll, sure. I'll, I'll look and see. Oh, you know what? I think it was him because it says that he appeared. In City of Lost, of Lost Children. Children. So that probably Bam, was him. It was Brian. Boom. Good work. Yeah. High five, which we already did. Um, Go away, Brian. All right. So. Um, so, um, he, Brian gives him the info. He's like, like, Hey, I know this is a drug deal and don't you worry about it. It's <laughs> awkward. However, it's weird that an alien smoking marijuana. <laughs> like, it's just weed for my anxiety. Yeah. Like, just like, <laughs> yeah. After this meeting encounter, I can understand maybe Brian, why are you using it? But I wonder like, what did the, what does that do to an alien physiology? Ooh, it's just yeah. like, it was yeah, very, does it, work it was, same way? right. It was intriguing to me. It's something we didn't explore. Maybe for some aliens, that's like hard drugs. It could be. Right? But we don't know. However, it like affects their physiology. We don't Interesting. know. Right. Like you don't, can't give a cat aspirin. It could kill right, it. Right, so, you right, know, right. like what? what's, you know, is this the same? Right. Can Brian have aspirin, oh, Frank? God. Do you know how many cats I've killed with aspirin? Too many to talk about here. Yeah, I know. Mm. And I okay, asked I'm you kind of stop true. piling them in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Ew. Ew. We're both beloved cat owners. We Frank. are. I have two of them. I know. Thank God we also have people that love us. I know. Life. Seriously. Otherwise, we'd be sad. Yeah, they're, they're um, only they put up with our dead cats. Anyway, yeah, it'd just be us and our cats. <sighs> it's fine. Anyway, did you know a dead cat is also the name for certain microphone covers, like the one I'm pointing to? That's over what here? it's called. It's called a dead cat because it looks like a dead cat. It does look like a dead cat. Just, not not like not like it's like matted fur. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a furry a furry uh, a furry cover. cover. That's. Weird. Yeah, I'll All put right. one in the show notes. Okay, thank you. Um, so, um, so we find out that so we find that this woman, this Forian, uh, we find out where she lives. So Guardian goes to go get her, and it turns out there's a child there. His name is This Is Us. He's lovely. <laughs> His name is Marcus. His name is Marcus. His right. real name is Lonnie Chavis. Yep. And he is a delightful young lad. Yes, he seems to be that way. Guardian was so comfortable with him. He's like, hey, I'm going to take off my helmet because I'm not going to be scary this episode. That's right. I'm not going to be tired of scaring people. I'm I'm being, it's okay. It's going to be, it's going to be okay. Um, So Marcus is getting interrogated by Alex, which is interrogated. sounds like a strong and harsh word. He is sitting in a room with Alex in which he is trying to get answers out of him into which he is not responding to anything. Um, and so it turns out that James can help more than anyone. So guess what, DEO? You do need him. Boom. You do need James around. Proof. Proof is in the pudding. That's right. Yep. Um, so Monel, meanwhile, is a little paranoid that he thinks he saw his mom. So he's like, hey, Wynn, can you, like, do the satellite thing? And, like, so hypothetically, you know, how would one find one's terrifying murderous mother if one's mother were maybe still around how, how would one do that just well, hypothetically you, you just plug in some satellites and you see all these little 30 satellites they just a little beam and it goes around and they're not here can you show me how to do that just yeah just for the heck of it now isn't it funny like he's being paranoid but he could very easily be like i think i saw my mom could you mind like rerouting the satellites for he's being very cagey yeah he was weirdly cagey yeah. about it maybe he has ulterior motives Ooh. except that he doesn't mm-hmm. because of the end of the episode but we'll see um, so they pick up nothing, but that's because of reasons that we're not sure of. Reasons. Um, yeah, I would actually, I'm very curious as to why. Maybe the ship did go and she's not actually on the ship. Yeah, I mean, she is on Earth, so it could be that she dismissed the ship. And she stayed, and she stayed and behind. She stayed. Yeah, yeah she's be. living in like 
the bathroom of a JC Penny. I mean, she has like, clothes and stuff, so she's buying JC Penny. Okay, probably maybe not. that's it. No, probably not. <laughs> she's no, they're from buying Oxford. clothes from the JC. <laughs> she Penny. bought them she's at Oxford clothes. after she went to. Oh, there you at, go. <laughs> before she went to MIT. No, I think I think she's stealing clothes from the JC Penny that she lives in. I think that's, <laughs> that's our head that's, that's <laughs> Yep. Oh, do you work here? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I went to Oxford. <laughs> Of course, I work here at JC Penny. Oh. JC Penny open anymore? Yeah, or did they close completely? Oh yeah, no, no, they are always advertising their one day sales. Oh, good. Okay, one day, one day, one sale. day more, one day sale. There you go. Um. So anyway, uh, Rhea, another sale, another savings. She's a uh, she's a uh, helping the Lena with uh, her science problems, to which. Like so, she's basically giving Lena the answers. She's the worst teacher in the world. She's basically she's breaking the prime directive. Yes, she's going yes, to she a is. less advanced culture and giving them more advanced technology. Right for her own nefarious purposes, for her own which ne- is definitely against the prime directive, one hundred percent. Um, but so like if if she knows all the science, why didn't she just lay it out for her right away? So I, that's a that's a. I'm glad you asked that because I it felt like she was she was very much manipulating Lena. Yeah, of course, right? clearly. She's manipulating yeah, a little too clearly. Oh, yes, yes, yes. She, too raff. She is. It's my Ninja Turtles two secret of the ooze reference for the evening. Wow. <laughs> she is. She wants Lena to be more confident in herself. She's pumping her up by telling her, you know, she's like, oh, you know, I wish I was as smart as my brother. You know, I, I wish that I was a genius like Lex. And she's like, you know what? You are smarter than him. Yeah, and I'm not that just time you beat him at chess. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah. You yeah, are smarter seriously. than him. You are. That's why I don't trust you. Um, but she, she she tells her like you are smarter than him. You're you know I've I've read about him. I've you're not you're not evil if you play chess, Frank. Obviously, yeah. But she did you know she she is trying to make her more confident because I think she has bigger plans for her that maybe are not fully revealed yet. So it's it's more because if she wanted to, she could just be like you know boop boop boop, pushing button, pushing buttons, doing math, solving equations, making the tech work. But she wants Lena to come to those conclusions herself and have the self confidence from having figured them out with with Rhea's guidance so maybe she is a good teacher after all she's a good teacher but for what you know for an nefarious evil teacher yes but an evil teacher yes she's good at it but but for bad reasons like um that famous evil teacher from pop culture yes Mr. Feeney no no (laughs) No. uh what's what was the name of the Mr. Phony (laughs) um teacher from recess what her name was. Oh, I don't remember. Um, Miss Trunchbull. Well, co- no, she was the principal, but she was probably an evil teacher at one point. Yep, probably. Anyway, um, Marcus goes to Catco and talks to Miss Tessmacher, and they go I, get. I love that Miss Tessmacher is just. She's just there. It's just great. always I around. It. I love it. Hey, Eve. Eve, can you get me? Uh, can you get some shakes and some curly fries? Mm, you ever had curly uh, fries? Five oh. burgers and a uh, seven. No, just kidding. <laughs> nope. Okay. All right. No. All right. All right. I'm done now. They were for the. They were for everyone. They were for the team. Okay, I have a question for you. I wanted to look this up last night, and I forgot. Okay, yes, I have had curly fries, but I still think waffle fries are better. Oh, is that, wait. Is Ew, that do you really? Actually, it's kind of 50-50. It's kind of a tie, but I do love waffle fries. You don't like waffle fries? They're fine. What? They're fine. They're usually, honestly, they're usually the same as curly fries. Like, they're just waffle shape, but they're usually right, battered they the same way. They don't, right, they don't they're taste really, any different. That's why they're fine. Yeah, I was just trying to be controversial. Go oh, ahead. okay. Um <laughs> Taking a hard so, so we're in James's office and Marcus is looking around and and James is like, that's Spider Martin's camera. Okay. Is that a real person? I, Can we look it up right so, now so on it, the air? It's you know, I actually thank you for bringing that up because I meant to um I meant to look it up. Uh yes, it is. Yes, Spider Martin Civil Rights Collection. I feel like that's a name that I should have recognized, but I'm ashamed to say I did not. Right. That's it. That's it, my exact reaction. Yes. Um. But thank you for asking because I meant to look it up during the, uh, 
um, during the episode, and I, I forgot to. Um, but yeah, it is in, he is indeed a real photographer who really did document the civil rights movement. That is awesome. So, yeah. That is awesome. One, good for him. Very important. Yes. Two, awesome name. Even though yeah, I can't really. Great name. Yeah. Three, do you think it's his real name? I hope so. Me too. Well, I mean, it is now. It is now. <laughs> yeah. So That's all that matters. So anyway, so Marcus and James kind of, they're connecting over their soldier fathers. That's really what, you know, makes him open up, you know, um, which I thought was really nice. Um, yeah. You know, because that's not something that James talks a lot about. We've really only got it once before. Yeah. yeah. Maybe twice. Um, so... And so I, I really like like my my dad was a soldier, too, because that's something that really only in a lot of ways, one of those things that only like military families like you really get it. Yeah. You know, it's, only only they really understand it. Right. You know, some you know, it's like having, um, you know, when you connect with somebody over maybe somebody in your family has a disability or sure. Or, sure. Um, you, you know, or you're a military yeah. family or it's like a select group like People, certain medical conditions you're right you know or, or or things like losing a parent like, like right yeah you, to, you to really understand that you have to have gone through it right exactly like you can sympathize but you can't empathize right. and what they're doing is empathizing correct english yeah. teacher mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so meanwhile that while that's happening that was re- i i enjoyed that that was that was well done mm. um meanwhile meanwhile marcus claims what is a hamilton reference Meanwhile, oh, Thomas wow. Clay. Thank you. Marcus Clay. It wasn't. I, I didn't have enough of the line oh, to sure. know what you were doing, but I love it now. But you better. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Waffle fries. Monel hates that he still cares about Rhea in some way. Rhea. Is it Rhea? I asked this. I've last been saying week. Rhea. It's Rhea. Does yeah. she say Rhea? Pretty sure she does. Yeah, but we haven't sure. said her name in a little while. It's true. Or maybe they did this episode and I forgot. Ooh. Doesn't matter. Um, but it does. Um, so he he's really he's grappling with feelings. But what I thought was the most interesting part of this conversation, he's like, Daxamites literally drug themselves so they don't feel things. Right. Like, let's explore that yeah that's That's crazy that's like a whole cultural thing where they just like sedate themselves yeah what what an interesting well because what do we do stare into our phones and you know yeah papa zantac 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 is the anti-antacid but xanax xanax thank you yeah you know zyrtec which is a whole other thing right yeah so yeah wow okay so we know our drugs, mm. apparently. Do you? Not really. Um, Go away, Brian. Could I have some of the heroin pills, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's later. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, wait, yeah, well, that's that's like, that's crazy. I want to explore that in a story somewhere. Totally. You know, totally. like, that's, so if Monel comes from this culture in which he's constantly drugged so he doesn't feel things, you could almost understand why he, like, flips out at having all these emotions about yeah. all this stuff because it's not only that he's not experienced these kinds of emotions but like he's not used well, to you know like the complex emo- like emotional state that he's in but like or the situation but also like feeling in general yeah just just sensory perception like like the you know like everything it almost 
it, it adds a new lens to his being so selfish. Like, obviously, that's the way he was raised, that's the way he was treated, you know, being royalty and all of that. But it adds a whole other layer on top of that where you're like, well, if you're if you're in a super narcissistic upbringing, plus you're being, you know, medicated all the time, self-medicating. So you don't feel real feelings like, of course, you're going to come out messed up. Right. Like, it's equilibrium case, with Daxamites. Yeah. In that case, he's actually remarkably well adjusted. <laughs> yeah, that is, that's very true. That's very true. Um, he's just now it's with food, I guess, more than uh, yeah. anything. Maybe that's why he always eats the pizza and the ice cream that he never actually eats. And makes the bacon. Makes the bacon. Um, so anyway, so this is this is parallel running between uh, Raya uh, and Lena and James and Marcus in this episode, this mentor-mentee kind yes, of, yes, you know, we're building and trusting one another thing. But one of them is for good, and yes. one of them is for secretly evil things. Yes. But they're also connected together. So it turns out that that machine, you know, as we suspected, you know, it works, and it's the teleporter, and it's all magic and stuff, but it also is controlling the Forians, who are typically very kind and peaceful people. That's right. And it looks like the same portal we saw in the, the last couple times going to Slaver's Moon. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. definitely the same. De- yep. de- de- definitely the same. Yep, yep. Same technology. Um, so Cat Coke almost crumbles under the weight of what uh, Marcus's powers, his, his telekinesis is doing. Oh, yeah. Um, but fortunately, Supergirl flies out and saves him. Uh, but 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 Kako has some real damage to that. Building. Oh man, that building! Yeah, like, I mean, they, you can't work in that building. When they said like the building's going to collapse for a hot second, I was like, "Is the building really like?" That's what I thought to do too. This? And I was like, "That's a that's a, woo, that's some finale stuff." Like that's right. like oh, you collapse a building in a city. Dude, like that's yeah, that's a huge. I mean, I know deal. it happens in every Marvel movie or in every DC movie. Like, but like on TV, that's a whole other. You know, it's like it does happen. It's in like, both those things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like every action movie ever, actually. Yeah, but nowadays, but like it would mean it would mean a lot. In this show, it would actually have a huge impact. It would be like a big deal. right because I mean. There's a building that almost collapsed at the beginning of the season, right? Right, right. But right, that right. got saved. But this is, but it's Catco. This is, you know, this is our daily planet, right? This is our, you know, um, tricorner. This is our Empire State. This, you know, like this is a beacon of yeah of real news, right? And, right. and Miss Tessmachers, you know, <laughs> right. So the DEO. So the so. Um, Lena stops the test, you know, because she's like, hey, works, hooray. And so Marcus calms down and he's brought to a telekinesis, telepathic free zone inside the DEO, which is scary for a child. Oh, totally. Yeah, totes it's scary. It's super scary. Um, So so James is kind of like, you know what? This was too much. I'm out. Which I was kind of like, James, girl. Don't bail. Come on, man. Why? Why? Why you got to be that way? Yeah. Like, come on. You've been through tough situations before, like, obviously. So, like. Why are you bailing here? Right, because he needed to have a conversation with Jean. That's, that's right. why he needed he needed the his, his sort of his own mentor mentee conversation. Right, another one. Yeah, because yeah. this is like a they they bond over like this parenting mentor yes. thing. You yes. know where you know like it's it's odd because because Jean is like I saw myself in my daughter, and you see yourself in this kid you met several hours ago. Yep, yep, and it's and it's you know. They actually, they went there where James actually says, what, because I'm black? Like, you look like him too. You could do the same thing. And he says, no, no, no. John says, no, it's not about that. It's not about looking like him. There, He sees something in you and you see something in him and you two have a bond mm-hmm. that goes just, you know, it's, it's more than skin deep. Right. No, and it's it's good because like you're looking, you don't want to look at 
their connection, this kid's connection with James, like, oh, because they're both blacks, therefore, I guess they can talk to one another and have feelings. It's like, it's like, it's more than that. we we don't like the idea is that like we're all equal, right? the The whole point of the Spider Martin reference from earlier, exactly. In the episode we are all equal. Um, they're not even the same species, right? Exactly. <laughs> he's an alien, right? And he's got those fun little tattoo things on the right. side of his forehead that yeah. everyone's like, "Oh, no, we're not going to comment on these." That your nephew has weird tattoos, and he's a child on the side of his mm-hmm. head. And it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so we find out that major shift in the atmosphere and all these different things can affect the Forians, and that's why they're yes. all being the strange. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and so, um. So Kara is like, hey, remember that time that um, Lena told me something? I want to give her a call. And, and Ray has the audacity to answer her phone. <sighs> Rude. And I mean, and this answered a question that one of somebody uh, was asking on Twitter just minutes earlier. Where it was like, does Rhea know that Kara, like Zorel, is Kara Danvers? And I said, I think so. Yeah. And then about five minutes later. She picked up the phone and she's like, "Hi, Kara." <laughs> like, I okay, well, that answers that. She says, "Hi, Supergirl." Hi, Super. You're actually. right. You're right. You're right. Yes. Um, I um, noticed during this phone call that that Ray is like smoothly evil. I didn't know how else to describe it, but I thought when Terry Hatcher first appeared as Ray, she didn't exactly have a read on the character she wanted to play yet, so she was a little over the top. And yeah. over the course of these episodes, she's really calmed down a bit, and she's she's not as maniacal laugh. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. I totally, totally agree. Yeah. I totally agree. It started out a little bit more dramatic and over the top, and and sort of like, here is my evil plan. I shall kill my husband. Um, it was a little bit of that, mm-hmm. uh, and and now it's become much more. What's up her sleeve? Yeah, you you can't get a read on her. You know she's evil. But you don't know what she's planning exactly. Yeah, that's pretty great. Yeah. Do you think she's on the drugs? Because if they're, if they're doping up to not feel anything, mm. they think that she, you know, if that's a Daxamite thing, do you think that she, that's what she's doing? That's very Which is why she has no problem. Like That's a very interesting question. And very, I hadn't thought about that. That's super interesting. Is she still on the drugs? I don't know. Mm. All right. So um, I thought the worst thing of all, Rhea deletes Kara's number from... Lena's yes. phone. Like, yes. oh, but that's not your phone. That's not, that is. But but she's clearly trying to be a wedge between them. And, obviously. And, oh right, yeah. Like, very very clearly. Um. And and that's what that they're they're explicitly showing us. Like she is getting in the way yeah. of the two of them as they're getting closer. Mm-hmm. She is trying to keep them from getting from that, getting close. That's and right. Keep them apart. That's right. Um. So Lena is just Caddy Heron, and <laughs> I'm gonna call you Caddy. Caddy and. Uh, She's just Regina George, and Kara is, um, Janice, I guess. Sure. In this in this thing that I've created, yeah, that's sad. Yeah, it's very weird. Mm. It's a weird thing. Mean Supergirls. Mean Supergirls. Super Mean Girls. Super Mean Girls. I want to take a quick second here and say a word of thanks to our sponsors at InStockTrades.com and DCBService.com. Um, they have been with us for a long, long time. Happy to have them sponsoring this They've podcast. They've been with us for the longest time. And uh, for good reason, too, because they are the best place to get your comic books on the internet. If you want to get your comics delivered right to your door, whether it's collected editions, whether it's your single issues month to month, week to week, uh, these are the places to do it. InStockTrades.com and DCBService.com. Why? Because you'll save a bundle when you buy there. In fact, 
you know, that you can read books like Our Worlds at War. Now, this is a, at this point, it's kind of a classic, actually. Uh, it, it goes back, you know, to the 90s. Um, and you can get the complete edition. This is a, a, a new printing that takes the original two collections, put them together. Uh, and it, it, it's, um, I read this story a long time ago, but this goes back to the President Lex days. So I guess it's early 2000s, not, not late 90s, but President Lex, Dark Side, um, and it's the type of story that uh, uh, not even Superman alone was able to take down these guys. Jeff Loeb, Joe Kelly, Phil Jimenez, Ed McGinnis, all, Doug Monkey, all, all these amazing um, collaborators, creators together, writers and artists. And this is, uh, for many people, this is like, this is a, this is a classic. This is a real favorite story. It's um, huge. This collection that you're talking about is 500 pages. It's massive. Yeah. It's, it's I love telephone Ed. book size. I love Ed McGinnis's art too. Oh, I, I do too. Yeah. I, I know do people too. don't like it. There are people who are like, it's too, a little too cartoony. They're like, they have I, muscles I upon it. muscles upon muscles. I, I will say I'm, I've never been the biggest fan of his Superman, uh, specifically, um, but but I like I love his art and and I it it's never it never bothers me enough to not to not read uh, something that he's that he's drawn. Um, I think he's you know he's one of the he's one of the greats. He's one of the um one of the classics. I, I think my my problem with his uh, Superman is the super skinny waist. Oh uh, yeah, bothers me a bit. The, he has. He is like um, a bodybuilder thing. Like I pick stuff up and put them down. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah, yeah. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's a little. Yeah, it's a little hard for me to swallow. But it doesn't. It doesn't stop my enjoyment of the uh, uh, of the books. Uh, and our worlds at war is a great is a great example of some really really great uh, Jeff Loeb writing. Some great Ed McGinnis. Are, Loeb and McGinnis are a great great combination. Combo. Mm-hmm. You know, always are. Anyway, you know that book is usually twenty five bucks, which. Full honesty, twenty five bucks for a five hundred page book is actually really good. Like, That's really odd. Good. Yeah, like five hundred pages. Five hundred pages, like a typical trade. If you read one page a day, it would take you over a year to read there that book. There you go. A typical trade is maybe two hundred pages, right? Yeah, maybe less. Maybe one hundred and fifty. So, well, a, a traditional comic book is between twenty and twenty two pages, right. and usually there's between five to six issues per trade. So we're talking at least a hundred pages in, in, a, so, in a trade. So, well, six times twenty. Like one twenty, yeah. So it's one hundred twenty. So, so one twenty, um, and and those are usually like fifteen bucks, right? right. So so to yeah. get to, so two of those would still be like three hundred pages. Yep, and and that would be more than twenty five bucks. But but forget all that because this is fourteen forty nine for five hundred pages. I know the price of one like hundred and twenty page trade yeah. for five hundred page story and a classic story like and, an and, epic story. And they're doing they do damage books too so you can that's actually right. get it even cheap if you don't care that it's a tiny bit damaged whatever right. that means it's even cheaper yeah if you want to get the damaged one it's 1249 <laughs> actually two bucks off for something that probably has a little nick on the cover or something right little, buy it now before our listeners do yeah exactly nah, i already own one uh, yeah i uh i have to digi- i actually have it digitally which, do you really yeah oh. and did you know that if you want to buy your digital comics you can go to instocktrades.com oh my you can goodness go to dcbservice.com and right on the homepage, there's a comicsology button you click there save five percent on your digital Crazy digital uh, purchases. It's amazing. You get five percent back. So check out InStockTrades.com and DCB Service, as in Discount Comic Book Service. dot com, uh, and we thank them for sponsoring Supergirl TV Talk. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, 
<laughs> so anyway, Marcus connects. Marcus is now reconnecting with James, and we say James says that his dad was his guardian, which what do we assume is a little like hey, yeah, that's where I got the name. It's a nice, it's a nice nod. I I feel like this was this conversation was the first time that I really felt like okay, you know what? Everything James has done this season justified. Because it's been for his dad. Because now it like they they added some motivation, like yeah, beyond bes- just. Besides, I want to be hopeful. I want to be hopeful. Cara's doing stuff. Clark's doing stuff. What am I doing with my life? Like mm-hmm. that wasn't enough for me. That, You're running a major news empire. Yeah, that, that, yeah. That, you're doing that, plenty. That was that. That was like like Bell from Beauty and the Beast, like re- rationalization, like yeah, or or like Ariel, like <laughs> so who cares? No big deal. I want to wear a guardian suit and run around being a vigilante <laughs> in the streets. Yeah. I want to be where the people are. Where the, where the criminals are. Beating them up in the street and alleys. <laughs> yeah. It's not enough to bash in skulls. You've got to bash in minds. Yeah. I, I <laughs> really wanted uh, more. And and finally, they gave us more um, with this conversation. And I feel like, why didn't you do this earlier in the season, guys? I wanted this conversation. Couldn't we have had a similar conversation with James and Kara when Kara found out that he was the Guardian? Like, why couldn't well, we have this conversation then and then be like, have her, have her like, be like, wow, I really, now I understand why you're doing well, that. Well, actually, to me, I, this to me actually read as James is actually figuring this out as he's talking to Marcus, much mm. as we figure out how much we like an episode more when we talk about it. Okay, okay. You know, so he, he's, he, I think he did start from a place of, I want to be more helpful, but he wasn't exactly sure where that drive was coming from. Um but talking to Marcus about like because the first conversation is about them connecting about their dads because they're soldiers. So that got him thinking about his dad moving in a little while later. And now he's telling him more of a story. And I don't think that's just from a writing standpoint. I think that's from his like he's this has been gestating in the back of his mind this whole time. And so he's saying, look, like you're different. I'm different. I was I was picked on when I was a kid, right? And then my dad died, and it got even worse, right? Which is right. the worst. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, like. But hearing all kids that, are, kids are cruel. Kids are terrible. Yeah, but it just he, that whole story made me be like, oh, okay, of course you'd want to fight injustice. Like you're doing this for your hero father, right? Right. Your military hero father, and you were picked on as a kid, so you like want to strike back against people who are who are you know who are committing injustice sure, like right. now it all makes that's sense i why, wish i knew that sooner that's why some people even just become police officers because Absolutely. they were bullied as kids and Absolutely. they want to not make sure that people aren't bullied right basically but but i mean it goes even further than that because they talk about like you know you know i was bullied and alone and and then i met this guy who was also different you know who we weren't different in the same way but we were also alone like it gives reason for superman and james to be friends yeah, totally. apart from we both worked at the Daily Planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Right, right. It um, adds an extra layer, an extra. extra there's an extra layer, like why, like they they've connected on this subconscious level about like two people who were alone as kids, who were outcasts. Yeah, who were outcasts because Clark wasn't like the popular kid at school, even like just because he had to ostracize himself because of his powers. Right, and so, so I really liked that all of that, all of that blended together to give us here this is the reason why i'm guardian i i love it i love it yeah my, i do too I, I loved i loved this this conversation so much and i i my only wish is that it happens sooner but i i like your thinking that that he's realizing it as he's saying it i didn't really watch it with that lens but i i may 
I, and I don't fully agree, but I may just decide to make that my headcanon as well, just so it, so that I'm less frustrated by well, it. Well, yeah. But, but all I'm, season long, I was just frustrated with where's James, and now it feels like it makes sense. Well, I'm looking at it this way, because I'm thinking that from a, like a writer's room standpoint, this wasn't thought out this way until I, I we think got right. to this point. Um, and so like I think their original intent was that he needs to be helpful. So boom, and mm-hmm. period. So here he is. Right, right, right. And so I, I think this makes more sense but i mean that's that's classic superheroes like they're not all their origin stories are not plot like batman was just batman for a long time right, until right. all of a sudden like oh it's because his parents were murdered in right, the street. right 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 spoiler right um you know so like it doesn't you know it doesn't mean that it's invalid it just comes later that's okay no totally so but my headcanon is that he's also been gestating this idea there you go um so James Wynn and Marcus go off to find um, Marcus's mom. John, uh, for, I think Sean is like first, like no, don't do this. Mm-mm. Okay, go do this. Fine. I'm like Sean, wait, way to be a pushover. <laughs> I mean, it all way works out fine, ground. but like, really, Sean, really, like, really. Okay, but it's fine. Seriously, it all worked out fine. So, like, we're here to rescue. you. And all of these other people that we didn't know were here. Okay, great. No problem. Because uh, we've got this little telekinetic dampener thingy, and it'll be fine, but it won't be fine. We're here to rescue. Aren't you a little short for a Martian Manhunter? Yeah, standing next to James, he is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Rhea turns, Rhea turns on the machine, and she's like, I'm evil, just so you know, I, the thing's... Bye, Lena. Um, yeah. <laughs> and she really did. She was just sort of like, bye. Yeah. Like, turning used, this on. I used you. Yep. Done with you now. Yep. Or is she? I don't know. I don't know. Well, maybe she isn't. Maybe she is. Mm. Um. So James is like, oh, no, they're all connected. Maybe if I can connect with him, then he'll connect with all the other ones, and it'll be great and and stuff. And I'm like, eh, good, good idea yeah. as any. Good rationale. Yeah, good rationale. Makes sense. Um. So Supergirl, mon and Martian Manhunter go to confront Raya and Martian Manhunter gets trapped in a nightmare from a white Martian device, which was totally throwaway, but totally oh, awesome. So awesome. Yeah. Well, so not, awesome. not for Sean, but you know, not awesome. For but for watching, but for, yeah. yeah, for nerds. I mean, it was, it was a great, uh, little, I wouldn't even call it an Easter egg. I wouldn't even, it, a great reference. A great reference is something that, that you what know, a terrible thing though. Oh, what yeah. torture. Mm-hmm. What torture. I also noticed, this is what very, do you think his nightmare is that he's too short to be the Martian Manhunter? I thought his nightmare, oh, you know what's funny? No, Actually, I know speaking what his of that, I obviously know what his nightmare uh, yeah. is. I, I, speaking of, of uh, being too short to be the, the Martian Manhunter, when he like, uh, re- like sort of, uh, you know, transformed from from the Hank Henshaw body back into his, yeah, yeah, his yeah. real body, and they, for a second you couldn't see his face. Whatever he mm. was just like a blob. Yeah, and I was like, did she reduce him to like a blob of green Martian? I wasn't what? sure at first. Oh, he's yeah. on his knees. Oh, god. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because okay. he turned into his thing. I thought okay. they were gonna like go a step further and give us like the like the less humanoid green. That's Martian what I thought form. too. That's what I. That's what yeah, I thought yeah. they were going for. But obviously his nightmare is going to be... That his... doesn't work on this. No, this it, wouldn't, it wouldn't work, yeah. Obviously his, his nightmare is going to be his his family being killed over Right, over obviously, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. Or he has to live in the world of Blade Runner. Either one. Oh, yeah, yeah. could be that. Could be. could be a nightmare. Am I a replicant? Or, or, Am I not? Or he's just like in a, in a fiery furnace the whole time with no Oreos. Oh, that would be terrible. Yeah. For anybody. Um, no fried Oreos for you. <laughs> um, so Monel in a twist, 
pulls a gun on Rhea. Whoa, whoa, I was actually, whoa. I, I was actually like, whoa, okay. Where'd you get that? We've gone here. He's like, so I guess you learned we're not bulletproof on this planet. That was good. I was all, I was actually like invest. I mean, I'm always invested, but I was like, I gotta put the notebook down yeah. for a second because <laughs> I don't think she's gonna die, but I would like to see how this is gonna play out because she's a wordsmith and I and he's kind of dumb. So <laughs> I wanted he's a dumb boy. To, I wanted to see how this was gonna play out. Um, so James was able to get through to Marcus, um, and meanwhile, and Rhea does talk Monel down. Yes, which is kind of expected because he's not on the drugs; he's not feeling, and right? So he's not; he doesn't know what to do, and yeah, so his yeah. conscience is getting the better of him. Shoot right. her in the face! In no, the face! Just, yeah, she's not your mom. I mean, she, she is, but no, but she is. Well, she's a replicant. Never mind. No, that's fine. Um. The worst thing that got me, where he's like, "Where is my father?" and she's like, "He committed he, suicide because because of you." Yeah, the, like, oh my god, master manipulator. Yeah, Rhea. Yeah, oh my gosh. And then Palmer turned to me and said, "Kevin Sorbo's dead." And not I, again. No, no, no. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like not twice. No, I'm just row. kidding. That didn't happen. That did not happen. Um, you totally convinced me for a second. I know. <laughs> so, um, so. Hundreds upon hundreds of Daxamite ships come through the portal, and she's like, "Welcome to New Daxam," it's, which I think we all th- knew this was coming. I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know it was gonna be Daxamites. I didn't know oh, exactly I, I, how it would be. I I figured I, out Daxamites were dead, so it wouldn't uh, be them, but it'd be some other alien army. Oh, I just kind of assumed it was Daxamites because if that ship survived, I figured other ones got off. Yeah, it just fair enough. Yeah, it just didn't occur to me that an entire like. Armada would have survived. Oh, but, yeah. But I, I have no problems with it, and I'm super jazzed about it. Do you think that this... Th- my concern is that it's just going to feel like a rehash of the Kryptonians from Fort last season taking over? Even though there's not... There weren't as many of them by any stretch of the imagination. You know what I mean? This is full-on, like, invasion territory. Um, so, yeah, I was just... What do you... Like, do you think it's a, a rehash of that? I think or? it has... I mean, if they do it badly, it could be. Because um, this is like the third like quote unquote invasion now we've watched with Supergirl, we've watched we watched the season finale mm-hmm. and then we watched the invasion the crossover, crossover which is not Earth thirty eight but still and now the and now a Daxamite invasion yeah it's true it is the third um I I well you know knowing some of the spoilers that that you and I know I think we know it's it, it may go in a different direction but but yeah I mean if 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 handled poorly it could be. You know, too much of a rehash of the Kryptonians last season. I will say, I thought, um, I remember now, my, my theory was that it was going, the, the portal was going to be to the Phantom Zone. Yes. And that and that mm-hmm. people would be released from the Phantom Zone who would terrorize her. That's kind of, that which really would have been a rehash of last season. That really would have because, been a rehash. Because Fort Ross, they were from the Phantom Zone. Right, right. And so, so this is a new territory. We haven't seen, like, ships before right, right, that's all right. this is all this new is, territory this that. is much more like sci-fi and less comic yes book-y. i mean it still is comic well, book-y, but, yeah but it has a sci-fi edge to it yeah i like it i like it too yeah i like it too i'm very very excited for the next two weeks there's only I'll, two more episodes i want to see him. i want to see Kara and martian manhunter take oh, down some ships in the yes. air that's really what i'm jazzed about do you think this is how Monel like steps up and becomes more of a hero and like helps take down some ships too i would assume so yeah so so we have we have jean we if he can snap out of it we'd have Kara, we'd have Monel and guardian Maybe Guardian work on the ground a little bit. And quite possibly some other special guests. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be epic to have all those people teaming up. Yeah. Maybe maybe Guardian, like, not necessarily. Maybe he, maybe this changes him 
I'm, I'm totally thinking this out on the fly, so I, I might have problems with it. But maybe the the woman being scared of him at the beginning and and this stuff with Marcus changes him, and he decides to be less of a fighting, at least during this crisis, fighting people on the streets because they're aliens anyway. What can he really do? Mm-hmm. But instead, is more of like helping people get to shelter, getting them out of the way, like you know, protecting them, like on the on the, on the ground on the streets as like stuff is is crumbling down. I would now, th- yeah. Go ahead. Uh, well, I guess it depends on the level of strength of the. Daxamites, because we know they're not as well. I think strong. it's less about strength, and that's why that's also why I, yeah. I tell you he'd be helping people and less yeah. of like fighting. Right? Can, really can fight guardian aliens. can guardian take on one Daxamite? I mean, we've seen him get get thrown around by aliens before, right? So I, I doubt it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, most people on the street. Then. Yeah, I yeah. would think if he's going to help at all, mm-hmm. and you know, maybe that's sort of what he. Becomes. But that's what he's there. But that's what he's there. That's the, that's the whole like he's a street level hero. Yeah. And so, you know, and, like, he can fight some, but he's not, like, the world's greatest fighter. No, but know? that's why, he like, his role would be protecting people. Right. Rather yeah, than, yeah, yeah. like, punching aliens. That's right. Yeah. He's guarding them. He's guarding them, yeah. if you will. Guardianing hmm. them. Anyway, so that, that ends that episode. Yeah. It's really funny that he works for one news outlet, and his his superhero name is the name of another news outlet. Yeah, but they're Party. not in I, Britain. I know. Well, we've made that joke I, before. Uh, oh, have we? I forgot. Um, you know, there's not going to be any Daily Planet globe to fall on anybody in this city. So what are we going to do? Oh, don't worry. Cat co-sign is going to fall off. Superman will bring it and throw it on somebody. <laughs> I brought this to help. Throws it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm helping. Uh, I'm Superman. It's <laughs> <laughs> a really good impression. That's super good. I think it's. I think it's great. Oh man! All right, we're going to talk about the trailer for next week, and uh, and maybe a couple of spoilers here and there. But before we do, uh, I want to thank everyone uh, for uh, first of all our patrons. Thank you to all of you who have um, supported us. Uh, Patreon dot com slash Thought Bubble Audio is where you can you can find that, and uh, we we super appreciate it. Again, if you get some value out of the show, even if it's just some laughs or some interesting thoughts about the show, uh, and you want to to give some value back. However you're able to do it, whether it's a couple bucks on on Patreon or whether it's tweeting about us, leaving us an iTunes review, all those things are great. Speaking of iTunes reviews. I'm going to read an iTunes review right now, Frank. Mm. I'm going to read one right now. uh, Keep it up. Five stars by Stephanie Long. Coming from the standpoint of a non-comics fan, but an avid lover of the TV show, I thoroughly enjoy listening to these guys, especially the hilarious moments, which are many. I do listen to another Supergirl podcast, however. Oh, no. I do... I read that wrong. I do listen to another Supergirl podcast. However, this one is my favorite. Oh, thanks. Also, your podcast show is one of the very, very few that I've gone all the way back to the beginning to listen to all Whoa. of them. Smiley face with blushy cheeks. <laughs> Keep up the awesomeness. Thumbs up. Big smile. Hand clap sunglasses. Wow, that's a lot of emojis. Thank you so much, Stephanie. That's so, that's so sweet of so you. So nice of you. If you want to be cool like Stephanie, if you're listening to us... Uh, right now, and you have access to iTunes or Apple Podcasts, as it's now called, open it up, leave us a review. You can just leave us a rating, you know, just a simple four or five stars would be amazing. Or if you really want to spice things up, uh, leave us a review and say Team Waffle Fries or Team Curly Fries. Your choice. You tell us which one you are. But leave us a review and say Team Waffle Fries or Team Curly Fries. Leave us on iTunes right now. But you can also find us on Stitcher, on TuneIn, on Overcast, uh, on anywhere that, that podcasts are found. Uh, you can find us. You can rate and review us in all those places. Recommend us on Overcast. Whatever it is, give us a star. We really, really appreciate all that you do for us, um, in addition to supporting us on Patreon.com slash ThoughtBubbleAudio. So thank you so much to all of you who do that. Find us at SupergirlTVTalk.com. 
uh, at Twitter, at TV Supergirl. Uh, I think those are all the, all the ways to find us. Indeed. All right. Indeed. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Let's talk about the trailer. Trailer. All right. So we have... We have a woman in red who I want to know who she is mm-hmm. with the dude standing behind her. We have... We have Lillian coming back. We have we Lillian have, coming back. That's a different trailer than the one I watched that you have up there right now. I think this is a more extended one. Yeah. A woman in red, it looks like it might be Lena. Okay, so let's go. Let's do, let's do a different style. Okay, so... It looks like Lena. I thought it was Lena. Yeah. Okay, but I, it was hard to tell. Yeah. Um, on my on my television. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have Monel and some traditional Daxum garb. We have some guards from Daxum that actually look like, um, that actually look like Guardian. That's like the they same do kind, kind of, of model. Like Guardian, Slash. Yeah. Could you go back to that for a second? Yeah. Stop going forward so quickly because I have stuff to say. Um, go ahead. Keep going. Keep keep going. Oh, look, a globe, Daily Planet. Oh, look at that. Gonna get thrown. Oh, what does that say? Uh. Oh, interesting. So do you think that so this is a full-scale invasion, and maybe that's why we get a Super Cousin appearance, possibly, maybe. in the future? So do you think that's... I think this is National City, though. I think No, it definitely is. I'm just... So that's... Yeah. yeah I'm just... It's just a globe. I was, yeah. You just said there was no globe, uh, but, the, but there is. there is. All right. I like it. We got some devastation. We get some... We get some Rhea on the TVs. Yeah. We get some Cat Grant, Cat Grant action. Back. She's back. She's back. She's in the bar. She isn't. Wait, she's no, in the cantina. Oh, that that's is the, the bar. Can, that's but the cantina. The screen's there now. Yep, that's the bar. It's the but cantina. That totally, that totally is the bar. That's You're their right. new base of operations. I bet it no is. one will suspect to go there. I bet it Plus, is. Plus, Cat probably needed a drink um, because this is basically D. Uh, uh, this is Deo Cadmus team right, up. Right, 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 right. And there's there's Cyborg Superman. <laughs> this cy- quote unquote <laughs> Cyborg Superman. Superman. Look, I like the mask, and I like that it's Hank Henshaw. He's just not Cyborg Superman. No, he's not. And I don't need them to say right. that he is because he's not. You put an S on his chest, he's Cyborg Matt, Superman. Now he's Cyborg Superman. But right. he's just not. Yeah. Maggie's got a big old gun. Maggie's got a nice gun. Um, Maggie's got a gun. There's some. There's some flippy action. Hard to tell who's shooting or who's fighting. Yeah. Well, it's all edited together, so yeah, you don't yeah. know. It's not. It's, this is not. This is not in sequence. No, no, no. By any stretch. So there's some attack on the DEO action. Yeah. Alex has some super awesome moves with her new oh, gun. Oh, man, this is so where cool. she falls off the side of the building shooting backwards. This is the Alex that I love. Yes. Super awesome, badass secret agent Alex. Alex, Alex, badass Danvers. Yeah, and then we get some, you know, we get some, uh, it's over Rhea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. you it is. Yeah, yeah. Classic. Oh. Classic lines. So great. It said resist or die. The episode's called resist, so that, that makes sense. Resistance is... Not very possible. No. <laughs> oh man, it's not as catchy. <laughs> so exciting though. It yeah. looks like such a good episode. And and so yeah, this is. I thought that since we know that Zod is coming, I thought that this is how I thought that that he would get out because um, she'd open up the Phantom Zone and he would he would escape. Yeah. But, see, Andrew Kreisberg said that his like it's so close to a cameo yeah. that it's nothing. Right. Personally, I think that I think that the Daxamites are going to go invade past National City. Okay. And they're going to go to Metropolis, where Superman is currently fighting Zod. Oh, and Zod's cool. going to be like, "Not this is my planet. <laughs> I hate Daxamites." Planet and then, Houston, and yeah, right, Planet Houston. And then, so I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a little bit. Yeah, what Daxamites are attacking? I will find them. <laughs> nice. It's going to be a little. Got to have right. both Zod references. Got to yeah. have them both. Got to have them both. So I think it's going to be. Maybe something along those lines. All right. I like that. I like that idea. That's yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Any final thoughts? Uh, I liked this episode more than that. We've talked about it. Our current trend. All right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Especially Guardians rationale, which I had forgotten about until we started yeah. um, talking about it. Yeah. 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 One thing Rhea said, she said at one point to 
Lena when they were trying to get the portal to work, but they couldn't. She mm. said, "It's not about power, it's balance, responsibility. Oh, so, yeah, not balance. power, balance." Mm. And I thought that might be, end up being a theme of the episode. It wasn't. It wasn't really. really. But it said it was said with such gravity that I thought it might be. It turned out not to be. I also turned out she's just a good actress. Just a good actress. Yeah, just, just delivered it well. So uh, no, that's all I've got. Cool. Well, that means until next time. Up, up, and away.